Editor's note, it was just pointed out to me by a reader that the judge issuing this opinion the Honorable Lance E. Walker, was actually himself a member of the NRA until his membership lapsed according to his responses to public questions for the record. Obviously I do not imply any bias or wrongdoing being a former member of an organization does not necessarily mean that you are biased for or against that organization but this is an interesting little wrinkle that I figured I'd share with you folks. Read more here, questions for the record. Love him or hate him the NRA has a reputation for fighting hard. And they may have just scored the first big hit on the TCPA post Facebook, although it looks like they did it by accident. In McEwen B. Murav Am. And Infocision, no. 220 CV 00153 Len, 2021 US Dist. Lexus United, D. Me. April 14, 2021, the plaintiff alleged that the NRA continued calling him after he asked for calls to stop. This is true although his phone number was on the national DNC and he alleged that he had never provided consent to receive calls from the organization to begin with. While you might expect the NRA to argue that autodialers don't robocall people, people do the co-defendant that sent the message actually urged only that the NRA was allowed to make the calls at issue because it is a tax-exempt organization. More on that below. Despite the failure of the defendants to address the ATDS issue, the court took it upon itself to review the plaintiff's ATDS allegations for sufficiency following the Facebook ruling, and this is dynamite stuff. First, here's how the court frames the issue. Greater than after the Dugwood opinion, the ATDS portion of the claim requires an allegation that, defendant, used a random or sequential number generator to place a call to plaintiff's cell phone, not merely a claim that its dialing system has that capability. Whoa Nelly. This is huge. Obviously. The biggest lingering question post-Facebook was what role capacity would have in the analysis of whether equipment is an ATDS and the first court to address the issue has now suggested that the answer is none. But the court does not dismiss the claim because the defendant simply missed the issue or chose not to raise it pre-certification, which I respect. A reluctant court allowed the claim to stand as a result, for obvious reasons I am concerned whether plaintiff's allegations state a personal claim and whether plaintiff has standing to pursue a claim on behalf of the prospective class. However, these concerns will need to await further proceedings because the motion before the court does not press it, even though the concerns are acknowledged in the party's papers. As great as the opinion was on ATDS issues, however, it was a real downer for anyone that wants to make ready use of the TCPA's nonprofit exemptions. While not focusing on ATDS issues, the defendant in the suit moved to dismiss contending that the NRA was allowed to make calls without consent because it's a non-profit organization. But the plaintiff in the suit noted that the NRA does enjoy 501c, 4, tax-exempt status but alleged that the NRA is not a non-profit organization under the TCPA because it exists, chiefly, to make money for its leaders, who allegedly have diverted tens of millions of dollars for their personal use, and who received grossly excessive salaries and bonuses, resulting in civil litigation instituted by the state of New York to dissolve the NRA under New York laws governing nonprofit corporations. The court found that in light of these allegations whether or not the NRA is really a nonprofit is a question of fact. A fact finder will need to determine whether greater than the NRA is, in fact, a nonprofit organization entitled to engage in telemarketing without fear of liability based on its alleged disregard of the rules governing do not call. Greater than registries. So make a note just because your organization is tax exempt does not mean it is a nonprofit for TCPA purposes.
Nonetheless, the court held that offering a membership in an organization such as the NRA is not marketing, so claims based on telephone solicitations by the NRA were dismissed. The court also questions, but does not decide, whether the FCC had the authority to extend the protections of the DNC to residential cell phones as opposed to landlines as the text of the TCPA appears to provide. Really interesting stuff. But the big news, of course, is the ATDS ruling that the NRA never actually asked for. Sometimes you hit a target you never even aim at, right? Unrelated, did I mention the judge issuing the ruling was appointed by Trump? Probably just a coincidence. In any event, remember that another court has already allowed ATDS allegation to survive the pleading stage relying on capacity allegations so let's continue to take it slow power world and not get too excited. The capacity issue can still come back to haunt us. But TCPA defendants should definitely keep this one in their back pocket. Presumably, next to their Glock. I couldn't resist. We'll keep an eye on this.